0: So what would you rate it?
1: <coughs> Death. <laughs> Welcome back to the Shake and Not Scared podcast. Here with you as always, your host, Eric and Vivi. Today we're going to be talking about the 1981 movie, The Evil Dead, directed by Sam Raimi. Before we get into that... How are
0: you baby i am super tired why it has been a very long weekend
1: it's literally long but also we've just done too much it's a
0: three-day <laughs> weekend but we have literally visit everybody's families we've been running around non-stop and now we're recording today because we just love to torture ourselves and we have
1: something right after this too we do
0: we have another <laughs> friend engagement not literal engagement they've been married
1: married very many times
0: though. and they're gonna do it again like two weeks after ours
1: more power to them <laughs> here's to five more
0: five more <laughs> getting married every but that's, year yeah.
1: but yeah happy birthday to mark mark was here this weekend too unfortunately part of the reason we're tired yeah we didn't do an episode with him but i, I would like to one day but yeah, he doesn't like birthday. scary
0: movies like he at all it. he hates them he yeah. listened to our episodes and said it gave him nightmares and we're <laughs> ridiculous so i can't imagine an actual horror movie well,
1: and then he said that the one that made him not be able to sleep was one of our earlier episodes which are pretty bad.
0: I feel bad for listening anyway. I feel bad for people who start discovering our podcast and listen to the first couple because they're not good.
1: They're gonna email us and tell us that those were the best ones. I, those and were my suck. favorite.
0: I hated that you changed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. For those of you who follow us on Instagram, I posted hashtag two brothers because of the brewery, and I didn't realize. It's, oh, it's because we're, we're actually two brothers. brothers. <laughs>
0: yeah. You're actually two brothers. I thought you did that on purpose.
1: Yeah, their beer was good. You had a couple of flights.
0: Me on my own you on completely. Own. We did try one. What was it called? We both dreamsicle. Dreamsicle. Yeah, they yeah. have so much stuff. They don't just do beers. They have like actual alcohols, vodka, you know, vodka, whiskey, all that, and coffee. They make a lot of coffee.
1: We actually don't have their coffee today, but we do no. have coffee, so we'll get to that in a minute. What do we have for creepy content today?
0: I've actually ended up watching some stuff that I already watched like over again because I was listening to podcasts. And they were covering the movie The Taking of Deborah Logan, which I had watched years ago and kind of remember being good, so I rewatched that. I don't want to say anything in case you want to cover it on the show one day, but... Is it that good? It's definitely an interesting concept. It's like a mockumentary found footage style film where they are examining Deborah, who is believed to have like Alzheimer's.
1: Is it that one that I saw you watching and I was like, is this a real documentary?
0: Oh, no, no, no. Actually, that was another one that I was thinking of called Lake Mongo. (laughs) I did not know that that was a horror movie and i watched it years ago on tv
1: thinking it was real thinking it was
0: real yeah (laughs) and like there was like a scene in there that traumatized me i was way too young to be watching this movie i heard about it again on social media like i feel like these movies come back they start to get hype and i was like okay i'll check it out and i'm like oh my god i've seen this as a kid and i thought it was real
1: (laughs) (laughs) that one or this taking of deborah
0: the like mongo one the taking of deborah i knew it was a horror film it was on netflix for a while both are interesting i think i like the taking of deborah logan's premise a little more both good, though. Both, I think, worth checking out. Both are I- mockumentaries? Yes. Style. Found footage style films. I've been I reading. I like those. Those are fun.
1: There was that movie. It's also kind of like a mockumentary, but it's to make fun of like the Zach Baggins shows. I think it's called... Oh, Close Encounters. Is it Close Grave
0: Encounters? Encounters? Grave Encounters, yes. Yeah, but it ends up being like an actual haunting. I've seen that movie.
1: It's a horror movie that plays itself like one of those... It's a ghost adventure. Ghost adventure. We're not going to find anything at the end shows. You so know
0: which yeah. found footage film I liked we watched recently? It was uh, Hell House LLC. Oh yeah. That one was good too.
1: It is. So- we should cover that cuz there's like a whole bunch of those Hell House Ooh. LLCs.
0: We said we're going to do Carrie next cuz it was requested, but we should do like VHS Because that's another, like, found footage style film. Which I feel
1: like doesn't get talked
0: about a lot. I I was like,
1: I went onto Twitter one day and was like, is there a reason we don't talk about VHS ever? Like, things get canceled all the time for whatever reason. Not
0: being correct. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: and I was like, is VHS one of those? Because it does have, like, a sexual assault scene at the beginning. So I thought maybe that's why people don't really care about it. But someone online said, like, it's just an indie horror film, so a lot of people don't really ever pay attention to it.
0: Last thing I was listening to this week, I think I actually just started listening to it on Friday. It's The Only Good Indians by Stephen Graham and it's pretty good so far i've just started reading it though it had me pretty entertained the premise is that these young men when they were teenagers they're like in their 30s now killed a bunch of elk but it was like a really weird situation where the elk didn't die i'm assuming that the elk is kind of like some spiritual entity that they might have killed and it's coming back 10 years later for revenge
1: i was gonna ask if it was some sort of like forest spirit thing it
0: seems like that's where this is going it's too soon for me to tell and i don't want to read the like synopsis to ruin anything for me but i'm enjoying it so far
1: this reminds me of a creature from the witcher video game it was like a spirit of the woods and it has like the head of a dead animal and it can use the nature around it as its power i'll look into it maybe i'll share it in the creepy content post the show mm-hmm. kind of what i was thinking about it's from the witcher.
0: It's video game not the show
1: animal in the books
0: cool but that's what i've been consuming what about you
1: so i didn't consume too much on my own this weekend when mark came over he loves the matrix you have never seen the matrix never. mark grew up watching that movie so many times we used to have it on vhs and he would just rewind play forward rewind play forward and it was on vhs so that Did he ruin the tape I don't know. I I remember my mom would yell at him all the time because VHSs weren't meant (laughs) Meant for that. that, Yeah. (laughs) But then we got it on DVD and it was even worse because he was able to, you know, just hit the button. We watched The Matrix. A lot of people wouldn't consider it creepy content. It does have some pretty creepy themes to it. There's a scene where their bodies are in pods and the machines are harvesting people. Very like like
0: sci-fi horror yeah. Imagery, if you want to call it that.
1: I want to show you this other thing. It's kind of like Love, Death, Robots. It's a spin off movie that was made for Matrix. And it showed kind of how the robot world became what is the Matrix world today mm-hmm. in that timeline.
0: Animated, you said.
1: It's animated. It's kind of like Love, Death, Robots. All the shorts are animated differently. They each have their own little story. Some of them are like... This is the Matrix to some people, and it's not the Matrix for others. Uh, Others are the origin story of this world. Maybe we'll watch it and bring up some creepy content. Uh, But the other thing I've got is deep level... So Deep Level was a book that was sent to us by Richard E. Rock. It was after he posted on Twitter that he was spreading a word about his book and it's an underground horror novel. It kind of reminds me of The Descent, at least from what I started to read. It's like a group of friends who are planning this trip together. But I'll read it. Once again,
0: proving that you should not go out into (laughs) nature.
1: So it says, when Rich stumbles upon a secret Victorian underground network, he sees not only a great historical discovery, but also a way out of his humdrum life he convinces three of his friends to join him and together they venture deep into the maze of tunnels beneath london's bustling streets a rude girl made good an inspiring writer a cinema usher from wales a bookseller who dreams of being an urban explorer Four friends trapped together in one nightmarish situation as they realize some things are kept secret for a reason. Will any of them manage to escape the horror that lurks in the deep level?
0: That sounds interesting. Let me know because you're reading it first. So let me yeah. know if it's
1: good. Yeah, so I did start it. I don't have too much feedback yet, but I, I can't wait to finish it. So thanks, Richard E. Rock, for sending this over. Yeah,
0: congrats on writing a book. That's hard. That's swear. I would love to do that, <laughs> but I'm like, not creative enough.
1: Well, you just got to write down your dreams and then go from there. Okay. <laughs> actually i think there's a snippet at the beginning about the author it says he was inspired to do this after experiencing a series of particularly ferocious nightmares
0: maybe nightmares are a good thing sometime yeah
1: that's all i so, got
0: what's next
1: the drinks you did this one I did. but i was super excited about one of the ingredients
0: well you picked this ingredients and we're like make a drink with this you mm-hmm. want to talk about it bones coffee company
1: if you guys have seen it they have like a skull logo but they have a bunch of different flavors that are themed after certain horror movies they recently released like a jaws themed oh, one cool. it's a shark this one kept being brought up to me and i was like we need to watch the movie so we can bring this coffee on because we also really love coffee as much as we talk about alcohol in the show we absolutely equally love coffee. about coffee yeah <laughs> so this one is called army of dark chocolate and the artwork is based off of army of darkness which is obviously one of the evil films Dead with ash and evil dead yeah Yeah.
0: even though we didn't do that exact film we're starting at the first one
1: we will eventually yeah <laughs> but yeah it's dark chocolate you brought up the bag and it smells so chocolatey smells very chocolatey when you open it the artwork also says dark roast dark chocolate yeah baby
0: so you gave me this and you're like let's make a cocktail with this we landed on a mudslide because this film is gross oh yeah so we wanted to it. make this kind of like gross drink you want to go ahead and give it a try
1: sure Because it's sat, it looks grosser. It
0: looks grosser, which kind of goes with the film.
1: It tastes like a milkshake.
0: Yeah. When you look up recipes for mudslides, they're like boozy milkshakes. And we just added coffee to it because typically they don't carry coffee, just Kahlua.
1: Does this have a name?
0: I was going to say we should name this. Do you want me to army to of about? mudness what army of mudness mm, i love it <laughs> now we should think of something else all
1: right we came up with a name
0: yeah eric came up with a way better name than mine no <laughs> oh yeah no
1: it was a shot in the dark got it and it works <laughs> the coffee nomicon
0: yeah <laughs> love it
1: love it yeah try it it really does taste like milkshake i like it so
0: what would you rate it
1: because i like milkshakes mm-hmm. i give it a four
0: That's pretty high for you it's pretty good very similar to like a white russian almost mm-hmm. But with coffee yeah. instead.
1: So what do you rate it? I'll give it a three. Oh, that's low for you.
0: Uh, it's okay. It's not out of it's this got world. got coffee
1: out. Coffee for you is automatic seven out
0: of five. Oh, okay. So seven.
1: <laughs> Just kidding. Cool. Three and four. Yeah, try it out. Mm-hmm. Especially if you like coffee.
0: What's next, sir? Brief. So Ashley, quotation marks, Ash, his girlfriend, and three pals hike into the woods to a cabin for a fun night away where they find an old book, the Necronomicon, whose texts reawaken the dead when it's read out loud. The friends inadvertently release a flood of evil and must fight for their lives or become one of the evil dead. Ash watches his friends become possessed and must make a difficult decision before daybreak to save his own life in this First of the Sam Raimi trilogy. <laughs> I'm not sure if I pronounced his last name I always name right. used to
1: say Sam Raimi, but it was because Spider-Man was the first time I was ever introduced to Sam Raimi. He did
0: the original ones?
1: All three, yeah. I did not know it's that. With Tobey Maguire.
0: Are you excited for the, uh, the new one with allegedly all of them coming back?
1: It's still rumored. I was looking at that to see if it's been confirmed and I'm excited because I think uh, the guy who's Dr. Octopus, Molina is his last name. But he was the Doc Ock guy, and he leaked a couple things. Marvel usually changes things when things get leaked. Once
0: they get leaked. Or they make Tom Holland not know anything because (laughs) he leaks everything.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. Either way, it's going to be fun. I'd love to see Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man again.
0: It'd be so interesting to see Andrew Garfield come back, because he, like, dissed the role, kind of. Right before, like, the MCU, like, really blew up.
1: I don't think he's coming back, though. I don't think Uh, so. I saw a rumor that said that they haven't called him at all. Which, fine.
0: They've been, like, teasing that they have and they haven't... But I feel like everyone's expecting to see it. I don't know. Or, I don't know what Or they're all at. in
1: on it to, to keep it. That's what secret. I
0: think. Yeah.
1: It's going to be so cool. Can you it imagine going awesome. into that movie and then all these surprises? I hate how trailers just spoil so much and you leave nothing to the imagination. You don't watch trailers anymore. No. I used to love watching trailers and I just don't anymore because it gave away too much.
0: You know what? Other trailer came out that I don't think you watched? this Eternals. The, the Eternals. It's all Game of Thrones it's cast. It's all
1: in the there. big name actors who haven't been put in a movie yet for Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> like Angelina Jolie.
0: Salma Hayek, which is weird. I would never have imagined. Imagine yeah. her in a Marvel movie.
1: Kumail is also I love him
0: though. I'll oh, we'll watch him, him in anything.
1: I follow him on Instagram and he got so jacked. I, I thought yeah, it was so sad. I remember when
0: that was like a cultural reset for everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, people were so mad because he got fit and people were saying he was gross for making it seem like this is the right image. And he like was like, no, I wanted to look like this. He, like, it's okay.
0: He made a point of saying this is what you look like when a giant corporation pays for the best physical trainer you can afford. Nutritionist. The like the whole thing to make you <laughs> (laughs) look amazing it's just so funny because we would watch him in portlandia and he was like the dumpy unassuming character but i think he's so funny
1: i watched him in silicon valley and did you say towards the end of the season he was getting getting jacked jacked and you're like oh god
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's like when uh chris pratt got jacked and he was still in Parks and Rec. Yeah.
1: Again, studio budgets get spent on this. and
0: I need a studio budget to get jacked. You want to get just
1: super muscular so you can also be in the cover of Army of Darkness with your giant ripped abs and and pecs showing. Bailey
0: Sarian, she's a super popular YouTuber. Everyone knows about her true crime genre essentially and her and her fiance recreated that photo but she's the one wielding the chainsaw and it's like their Christmas card and it's like my favorite thing ever. I love that. Yeah. I think you showed me. Yeah, because I would love love to do christmas cards that are like horror related and i let's do it this year we did a normal one because it was our first one because yessie my sister was like nah just do one normal one first
1: <laughs> and then be weird for the rest and of then lives.
0: we can make weird ones after that
1: weird quote, quote unquote. unquote yeah
0: so let me get this timer going are you ready i am always ready one two three
1: so we get introduced to this house out of nowhere. It's like creepy. These friends are driving there, and then like a lot of weird stuff is happening. They cross this creepy bridge. They get into the house, and it's like, oh, it's an Airbnb. They don't know who, it was super cheap though, but that's cool. It's gonna be a piece of shit. So then they get there, and weird stuff starts happening to them. Their uh, the friend is like uh, starting to see shit. She gets she goes into the forest. She gets attacked by the forest. Then they come back, and then the friends start to get possessed, and then they put her into the cellar, and then the friends all start to, to get possessed too for some reason again, and. Ash is, like, the only one that's not getting possessed for some reason, and he's the one who has to defend himself, and then Scotty gets attacked, and then the girls are all the ones who are possessed, and Scotty then, out of nowhere, turns into a demon, too, and then they attack Ash, and then Ash is like, ah, and then he burns the book, and then they all die, and then he goes outside and gets attacked by the spirit thing that's from the forest.
0: Wow, you had 15 seconds left.
1: I, oh, man, I was looking at your face smiling at me. Because I was, thinking about yeah, I
0: was laughing, because you missed, like, so much. <laughs> you didn't even talk about them finding the book in the first place. <laughs> There's a
1: and then there's a book that he throws in the fire and everyone dies. <laughs> uh,
0: a book that you did not mention to <laughs> but that's okay. You did your best. You had 15 seconds left. That's why I was laughing.
1: <laughs> hey, it's better than... I'm like, how
0: did they start getting possessed?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then they're just possessed.
0: And then, yeah. you got some fun facts for me?
1: I do. A couple, actually. I know we used to stick it to like two, but I'm like, there's just too many good yeah, ones. Yeah, sometimes
0: nice. films have like so many and then sometimes they have none at all.
1: Yeah. The Evil Dead was based on a 30-minute film called Within the Woods that Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell, and Robert Tappert had created to get buy-in from investors.
0: I feel like that's very common. That's how Saw came to be.
1: They were also talking about how the reason that they started with a horror film is that the horror genre is like an entry-level genre. It's an entry-level position.
0: I think it's because you can often make them for very cheap and they will usually outsell your original budget. That seems to be the case with like The Conjuring films saw was made super cheaply like we talked about a couple weeks ago
1: there's not really any huge cgi until you start to get too complicated with non-practical
0: effects well this one has some claymation which i imagine is not cheap in the 80s i don't know i've always heard it's like really expensive
1: it takes a lot of time. Yeah. It was claymation then, right? I thought it was. I was wondering if it was like reverse effects or whatever. Because I know that some just play
0: it backwards kind of deal.
1: Yeah, I know that some movies do that too.
0: No, I'm pretty sure this was claymation. That's okay. not one of your facts.
1: No, it's not. Okay, what else? Claymation. You got? Yeah. So everything in this movie was real, from the ammunition to the practical effects. Bruce Campbell mentioned in an interview that they were in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee, shooting in an actual cabin in the woods, and had even had someone there force marijuana on them. The scene where Ash is having a breakdown is actually Bruce Campbell under the influence. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were just so in the middle of nowhere. Uh, apparently, all the, like the dog sounds in the background, hunters, yeah, you know, actual meltdown. Yeah. Or, well, not that scene, but they were kind of just out in the middle of nowhere and didn't really know what was going on uh, around. What was then. possible there. So that's how real everything was.
0: I feel like that's always the case with these movies. They were <laughs> actually in real danger. <laughs>
1: yeah. Which is good, I guess. The way they're all actually acting. afraid.
0: I love Bruce Campbell in these films. He's so fun. The second one is insane.
1: Did we watch it? I was we did.
0: Because it was like crazy. I remember just being like, what is happening? It was almost a joke.
1: Oh, we finished this one and I was like, where's the plate scene where he's fighting himself in the kitchen? Yeah, that's
0: the scene <laughs> I was talking about because... I think he did his own stunts. The one where he like flips over by himself. Mm. How do you physically do that?
1: Because his hand is fighting him. Yes. Yeah. We'll
0: talk, <laughs> we'll about, talk that about that later, in a yeah. second.
1: <laughs> so another one. This is my last one. Okay. The cabin has its own horror story according to Sam Raimi. Explaining the story of a girl who found both her mother and grandmother dead during a thunderstorm. She ran from the cabin to a local farmhouse screaming for help. And the people there took her in from then on. So no one's lived in the cabin after that. And the little girl who had then grown into an old lady... Could be found walking around the woods during thunderstorms. So allegedly during filming, a man from the farmhouse nearby was looking for the older lady because she had possibly gone back to the cabin after it had stormed the night before and she wasn't found.
0: So did they just leave the bodies of her family in there? They never went to recover them or something? I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> that's creepy that yeah, is creepy like typical good horror movie lore you yeah. gotta have a already haunted cabin i was actually wondering while we were watching this if this is like probably not right not the first like cabin in the wood genre of horror
1: no but i remember going into cabin in the woods mm. thinking it was a lot like this movie
0: wonder what was like the first is it the hills have eyes
1: because there's like a poster of that when they're in that basement I was thinking, yeah. yeah probably uh, we should
0: look it up which was the first cabin in the woods Type film yeah. genre, mini genre of horror.
1: Yeah, I can't think of anything.
0: Subgenre. There's the word. God damn it.
1: <laughs> baby genre. Little
0: mini baby genre. That's what I'm gonna call them from now on. Mini baby genres. Yes. Are oh, we read it to ready to talk about Let's
1: it? Let's go before I die.
0: Why are you that tired? No. <laughs> <laughs> we no, drank coffee. It. I love this. I love this movie. Uh, it's super fun. I like it too. You actually mentioned that it's probably one of your top fives, which yeah. is crazy yeah there's a lot
1: going on like the soundtrack itself the sounds are fun this movie was done in 1981 and the music is a lot like those old casablanca type like romance talk about
0: the music because it's not something i noticed the first time around when we watched it because there's so much like gross stuff going on but it is so dramatic (laughs) like it is and it takes your attention
1: there's a lot of emphasis on a lot of the noises that we hear it's like the sound editing was amplified to put you in the zone of like there's all these sounds happening is it chanting is it whispering is it screaming it's got indiana jones vibes
0: you think so i
1: do when he goes down to the basement has lantern i have not seen that movie in years it does think about it he finds a book that leads to this curse and he's like the main character who has to figure out how to stop it so it's very indiana jones he goes into the basement and the basement scene is like a direct okay, okay. indiana jones going through the cave let's, kind let's of thing.
0: get there we have this scene of five group of friends in the car there's Seems like
1: two couples and sister, sister
0: third wheel in it shelly and her boyfriend are like singing they're happy they're driving and then there's like this shot where it like pans over to bruce campbell and he gives like a smile like he knows he's in a horror movie and he knows <laughs> he's the main character. Did really you notice I that? that no. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. He knows he's the leading man. And this scene is very dramatic, the driving scene. This is something cool I think this film does is POV shots of You're the Demon slithering through the forest coming in on the car and it's very dramatic music because they make the car swerve and the music's blaring. We get like a very quick change in pace where it's like a very slow drive up to the cabin. They're talking
1: about the Airbnb being being cheap. Shelly's like it's probably a pet which I thought later on might be an allusion to it's a pit of demons. Of hell. A pit to hell. (laughs) (laughs) So they pass that bridge and it's like an allusion to later too because the bridge obviously can't handle the car and it kind of gets stuck but then somehow they get out it's a piece of shit bridge and it's apparently the only way they can get to this house and leave the house
0: does not seem like a safe idea there's got to be another way which is what scott says later so it's a slow pan up to the house And the bench is knocking and knocking into the house. And they're getting the keys that are
1: just left on top. For some reason.
0: I think this is common when you would, like, rent your house out. Because now it's like you meet with the owner and they give you the stuff.
1: Do they? I've never done an Airbnb. I've heard that. You mean they don't just leave the keys under the doormat?
0: I think if you prefer no contact, that's something you can arrange Mm. now with COVID and all that. Uh. I could be wrong. I haven't. You rented one recently. An Airbnb? No. Oh, I thought you were for your bachelor weekend renting one. Oh, yeah. But I've. I've, it didn't say the instructions. It's going to be the
1: first time I go. No, I don't read
0: I don't read I the just instructions.
1: and panic.
0: That's how you get murdered.
1: <laughs> this isn't even the house. This isn't even the right state.
0: Yeah. They enter the house and Scott is kind of exploring while everyone else is unpacking the truck. And it's a very okay looking cabin at first. Dingy. Sure. Creepy because there's taxidermy and I freaking hate taxidermy. It always creeps me out. I think in actually part two, the taxidermy comes to life, right? Oh,
1: yeah, I think it does. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I kept waiting for that scene thinking it was in this movie because we watched them like back to back. So they're probably like... It's the same movie. Confusing us, <laughs> yeah. Scott enters this very, like, what I would call Ed Gein-type room. It reminds me a lot of Texas Chainsaw. Tool horror. Yeah, like weird things hanging from the ceiling, animal body parts, possibly human body parts.
1: I think about that and how it's seen as horror, but there's people who actually just do this as work, and they're the biggest sweethearts. And it's just normal and it's just, like, them. normal, because that's just what they do out there.
0: Recently, I was watching Dead Meat podcast, and they talked about how a lot of people associate Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Ed obviously he like loosely inspired it but how the film itself is like a commentary on the dying professions of rural america and how people depend on these jobs and like a lot in the film this is something we should have talked about back then mm. but i didn't know about it a lot of the film is about how that family has lost their profession and now they're like eating humans because they like don't know how to cope i thought it was interesting oh tape. well i'm not well versed in this go check that out instead <laughs> but it reminded me of texas i think is my point here yeah
1: so scotty is walking around and he's kind of like yeah that's right the rest of them are having fun outside i did want to point out about this airbnb though who, who do they contract for this it's not really Everybody hinted yeah. i think that's
0: part of like what makes this fucked up is like how did they get to this cabin Because because we find out later that the cabin belonged to an anthropologist and his wife that were doing studies on the... The moon.
1: Necronomicon. Yeah. Yeah,
0: And that's where they were doing their studies. So, yes, who rented this cabin to these kids?
1: Yeah. And I was thinking about that and how you just never know what you're getting into. Because, you know, we're going to go to that cabin in a few months. And I'm like, what if we show up and it's fucking eh? creepy? Yeah.
0: Well, just don't read the demon book and you should be fine. I want to read it you would you really would
1: really would especially if it's licking its face like that you see at the end when it's burning and it's like tongue is like "Ah, ah." (laughs) it's like licking its own eyeballs cute. Cheryl starts to draw because they're kind of just like settled Yeah, because
0: that's what you do when you go to a cabin. You go draw the clocks in there.
1: Well, she's a villain. What else is she supposed to Eh, do? Yeah, it's kind of awkward. Her hand gets possessed and starts to draw the chronomicon, which they don't know is a thing yet, but she draws a box. I remember watching this the first time and not knowing what the fuck she did. I thought
0: she was just drawing a box. I wouldn't have known that until you told me. It's not a very detailed drawing, ma'am.
1: Yeah, her hand's just starts to draw a square and some sort (laughs) of and a mouth, and it's like, wow.
0: I will say that the actual Illustration of it in the mama is pretty cool. <laughs>
1: <Necronom-a-na-ma-ma-na>. Necronom-a-ma-na-ma-na. <Necronom-a-ma-na-ma-na-na. laughs> beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they should have done. <laughs> yeah. You said the drawing in the actual mama
0: Yes, it's pretty cool.
1: I think it's funny that there's a drawing of the, of book, the book inside the book. So like, like, here's this book to tell you about this, this book. book. <laughs>
0: The four phones, okay? <laughs> you
1: got to get a selfie in your own In your, in your own, own book, book okay?
0: <laughs> They're having dinner. The cellar door, like, flies open, and it's the most dramatic music you've ever heard in your life, and they all go check it out. And Scott's kind of an asshole, and oh, I couldn't like, wait for him to die because he's kind of terrible. He's a
1: huge asshole, and he comes out of nowhere to die later too. Like yeah. completely forgot he was even there. You're like,
0: oh shit! Oh yeah, that's
1: right. You're here. The asshole's still here. He treats Shelly like shit. Cheryl, Cheryl, Ash's
0: sister, and also like, why doesn't Ash say anything?
1: Well, clearly Scott's a dick, because later he's like, I don't give a shit about you people. I need to get out of here. But at this point, he's like making Cheryl feel like shit, because Cheryl's like, it's scary. I don't want to go down there. I hate cellars. What if an animal did it? And Scott's like, ha! ha you stupid bitch! An animal really fucking christ jesus christ and i was telling you like what else scott what else do you think it was if it's really a dumbass idea to think an animal did
0: exactly because i think <laughs> i would also be like
1: the wind this some... door is huge no
0: yeah the wind <laughs> doesn't work like that scott <laughs> I think I would also be like it may have been an animal but don't go check because the animal might have rabies just fucking close it and leave it alone but that's not what people do in horror movies. No.
1: So Scott's like I'll go check.
0: He takes forever.
1: Ash goes after him. This is the scene where I was saying it's kind of like Indiana Jones. We get this really long introduction to the basement. It just it's Ash holding the lantern. The camera just pans forever and that's when it's emphasized that there's this door at the end.
0: It's supposed to build suspense Eric.
1: You're supposed to see something in the middle of the pan. Yeah now
0: Michael Myers style. So
1: then he goes to the door. Scott's in here. He's startle scares dick. yeah he's like look what i found
0: after acting like i wasn't down here forever we get the reason why everything bad happens in this room the book of the dead which is later explained by the recordings that are also in this room along with the Sumerian dagger the two of them bring it up to the rest of the party and i'm just like why would you do that leave it there i don't know you wouldn't bring it up no because if it's okay let's say this is airbnb rules and the host had like a secret room i'd be like oh no he's murdering me People, we gotta go. And you found it. I wanna be like, let's bring it up and see what he's been doing exactly. The
1: Airbnb owner should have locked up the cellar door. A little better. It's just open, chain undone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just
1: asking Dra- to get his stuff
0: flinging doors open you know but they bring it upstairs for the party and they play the recordings why they play them out loud
1: it's basically explaining their ruins of candara
0: it's also like associated with sumerian
1: burial practices
0: i like how in all these films it always ties back to sumerian times and people are like yeah that's right i'm not gonna Those question people it were
1: weird everything it is weird probably summoning demons
0: we find out that the book is bound by human flesh and it is inked in human blood Which is cool. Describing an ancient evil that if you read these words out loud would wake the dead. And Cheryl, rightfully freaking out, turns it off and is like, I don't want to hear this.
1: And Scott's like, no, come on. And just like fast forwards to a random piece and it's the chanting.
0: At this point, Cheryl's the only one that's kind of heard some weird stuff going on. She had drawn the book already. The recording also
1: mentioned that the dead are dead, but never completely dead they're just dormant they can be summoned and possess the living and then scott wants to learn more yeah why <laughs> so the chanting in samarian starts and outside the dirt starts to move and we see the ground very classic
0: spirit halloween vibes where they have the fog machine going and the autumn leaf <laughs> yeah
1: and then the tree falls through the window and Cheryl runs off scared. Obviously. Ash and Scott are arguing. Ash is like, you're a dick are you're scaring the girls. But it's not like he asked for the tree to fall through the window. He made
0: it fall through the window. <laughs> the next scene is the one that is like super strange to me. Mm-hmm. And I actually tried to watch this movie back in high school for the first time because I heard so much about it. And this scene, I like turned it off and was like, nope, not for me.
1: I had to convince you the first time we watched this. I was like, well, we should probably watch it. It's, it's, it's a like classic. A classic yeah. Yeah. And uh, when I was reading fun facts, apparently we got banned in a lot of countries because of this scene because it just was too much violence and unnecessary. yeah i imagine the
0: rating system didn't like this scene because cheryl is in her room again hearing the come join us and like an idiot leaves her room to go into the woods and doesn't himself.
1: tell anyone at all
0: yeah she's screaming out into the woods, like, who's there? What are you doing out there? Have you ever heard the superstition? I don't know if it's like common, but that you're not supposed to call out into abandoned empty spaces because you never know what's out there and is going to respond and follow you home. It's like a Mexican superstition. Mm. You haven't heard it. I've heard it before. And this is literally what she does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you ever tried it? No.
1: I have. I and mean, I've never tried it with that intention. I've been like, is anyone there? Well, I think it's
0: like you don't have that intention. Mm. And just by you saying that is acknowledging them and inviting them in.
1: Does it work only if you believe in that, though? You know how they say, like, if you don't believe it, that is
0: always your question
1: i'm just saying because if you don't believe it doesn't, work.
0: Is I, saying, believe it, it doesn't work i guess not because cheryl's know.
1: the one that's most paranoid and but doesn't like being there something's
0: already happened to her
1: yeah and she's her the first there. one to get
0: like brutally treated awful <laughs> and possessed the... and she's fifth wheeling <laughs> the worst punishment and of scott's whole. being
1: a complete dick to her. Yeah, for
0: no reason yeah so this is a very well-known scene but i would say there's a sexual assault warning it's very weird though because it's not what you would expect Essentially, she goes out into the woods and is attacked by the trees. It is a Graphic scene for the 80s, I would say.
1: I thought it had been more direct, but it's implied that she's assaulted by the trees because they spread her legs and whatever. And, and that's when uh, an
0: I turned off the movie for the first time and said, nope, because yeah. it could only get worse from here.
1: She does escape, but the scene is kind of weird. And Sam Raimi has apologized for including that because it wasn't really necessary. And I mean, it was
0: very that. creepy. Definitely got the point across that the demons are evil.
1: And would go above and beyond to, to make you feel get, comfortable. Yeah. She manages to escape by ripping off the branches and running Because I back think they the don't cabinet.
0: want them dead. They want their bodies.
1: Yeah. Uh, this whole movie, oh, we could talk about it at the end, but this whole movie has me kind of confused because it makes me also wonder why they never possessed Ash, which I guess in the second one he does get possessed almost. in a way. Almost. Makes me wonder if there was a, and maybe we should watch Army of Darkness, but if there was a whole connected story of Ash and the evil. It's almost like there's a fate thing here where Ash is supposed to be the one who saves everyone from the evil death. Yeah,
0: I think Ash is super interesting because I think this is the first time that there's like a final. Guy, and it's not a girl, and he's not a good final girl. He kind of fumbles a lot in the beginning. Oh, he does.
1: The whole time, he's just kind of crashing and everything. I was going to point out that all the, all the blood scenes on him are just so hilarious. So <laughs> nasty. But we were talking about her uh, being Cheryl the finally,
0: yeah, getting away from the forest and coming to say, like, get me the hell out of here, Ash. I don't care. Drive me into town. We get this whole scene where the car won't stop and she's like, they won't let us leave. And then the car starts. Haha, funny. They're trying to drive out of town, but the bridge is completely out and she is freaking out and she is not happy and not having it.
1: There's a lot of dramatic scenes where the person they're looking for disappears because ash gets off the car and he's like wait a minute i need to go look mm-hmm. and cheryl's running around in, in panic by herself looking for Ash. again i
0: wouldn't leave the car after what just happened to me in the woods
1: no you wouldn't and then she starts screaming at ash and shaking him like what's not gonna let us go and, then and the next scene is
0: like them back in the cabin. She's kind of patched up after what's happened to her.
1: All of this is weird. All the friends don't care. about they don't believe her. How she's acting. I mean, even for it to be Ash's sister. Like if my brother or sister were acting like crazy and saying something was happening to them, I think I'd care a little more about what's going on.
0: I think you're supposed to feel like, oh, she's the annoying sister that tagged along. So who cares, you know?
1: Yeah, but she showed up ripped up and half naked. I think I'd start to believe her a little more. Like, Yo, we gotta get <laughs>
0: out of here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I guess Ash does try to take her to the city. She's doesn't work out.
0: I think this next scene is pretty funny because Linda and Shelly are like playing a game and Shelly's kind of messing with Linda telling her she's guessing the name of the cards correctly and she's like oh my god yeah you got it and she's completely wrong. Cheryl starts talking in a creepy voice guessing every single card.
1: She's looking away from the camera and then just turns around and is completely Possessed. possessed
0: just took a minute you know yeah and she's cool. floating she's
1: floating it's the first time we see the full demon position and what these characters are possibly going to look like once they get possessed
0: i think when i was looking up an overview they have a specific name like the deadite or something I that's could be what wrong. they're called i could be wrong demonite or something demonite? wow that's cool i'll have to double check that. there's
1: like a lot of lore around this series.
0: i'm sure because it's very heavily superstitious background story i think that's what makes a good movie when you have a good backstory for why this is happening
1: and it's not just out of nowhere some good
0: lore <laughs> you know so this scene where we finally see cheryl be the demon also is uh, pretty much the beginning of the end for them because she finally like collapses after telling them why have you woken me from my slumber we're coming to get you
1: she passes out and scott's like yo what's, what's wrong with her,
0: with
1: her? <laughs> <laughs> she grabs her pencil and wakes up she stabs linda. linda in the ankle and we get a very gruesome she digs it in there man The ankle scene
0: oh that would be so painful
1: it's nasty and she's bleeding a ton scott kicks her and knocks her into the cellar and they lock her up and chain her this is the first time that we actually get some practical responses to some crazy shit in the like what is actually (laughs) happening here and linda goes to sleep
0: which you would not be able to do after having something that painful happen to you i think you would need like a lot of drugs to be able to sleep like a lot of especially as
1: much as like if, if we were to assume that the graphic scene is realistic and that it really dug and ripped around her ankle It'd be, we need to figure out how to get to the hospital. like Immediately. Yeah. Which they do
0: not because the bridge is out. Shelly's like really freaking out about Cheryl's eyes. She like can't stop saying like, what's wrong with her eyes? Bro,
1: her whole ass face is fucked up. What, what? <laughs> There's
0: way worse things going on there.
1: She straight up floated and stabbed somebody Linda in the leg.
0: <laughs> Don't worry about her eyes. That's the least of your problems.
1: So they're like, everything's going to be all right. We start to see more of something outside start to approach the house.
0: It's similar to in Halloween where you see through Michael's eyes when he's creeping in the windows and gonna kill somebody it's like that but you're the demon <laughs>
1: you made this joke about the demons being stopped by the doors it's almost yeah. like there's weird rules to these movies sometimes because they close the door on the demon but then the demon starts to randomly possess people in the house anyway so they crash like, through it's the like, windows sometimes
0: because i think that's what happens next with shelly she's in her room the window crashes a demon attacks her and she becomes possessed somehow they end up in like the living room area Shelly attacks Scott
1: this whole scene is chaotic this whole movie is chaotic because it's a lot of just fight scenes and I need to stop the demon from killing me and it's just a combination that's it that's That's the whole plot because Scott gets attacked by Shelly then they knock Shelly out she Throw gets thrown in, in the, fire the fire by
0: accident and Scott's kind of like oh wait I don't want to burn my girlfriend alive but then later just straight up hacks her to pieces. No remorse. No regret. And it's funny because he has no hesitation and again I guess paints him as kind of like a douchebag because Ash has so much hesitation in cutting everybody up like you're supposed to.
1: So when Scott cuts up Shelly Ash is like that's our friend. And Scott's he's like, like I, he's I, I don't care. She's dead already.
0: Like that's not her anymore. She's dead. At this point they had heard further in the tape that the professor's wife also got possessed and he had a hacker up and that's the only way to really deal with them.
1: And so Ash is having a dilemma because he's a nice person even when he has to attack linda later he's like i can't do it but oh, again i wife, think i would attack he's... you right away not right
0: away not right away you just got a minor inconvenience me and then you're getting hacked up
1: <laughs> no i think i'd hesitate a ton or you'd end up like Shaun of the dead just chained up in the shed <laughs> shawn of the Dead's one of your favorites we yeah. should talk about soon <laughs> i love that ending because i was like it makes sense i guess yeah so you don't have to kill your friend you just chain them
0: up that's how all the horror the zombie movies start over again that's how all part two start <laughs>
1: That's how, like, freaky scenes in movies with zombies start. Because you end up going and finding the weirdo who's, like, alone in the house. Turns out that he's kept, like, his zombie parents alive. Oh, yeah. Like, uh,
0: in Alive. Mm -hmm. That was a thing.
1: Oh, that's right. So it could be, like, comedic or scary as well. Depressing. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Whatever spin you want to take on this. Anyway.
1: (laughs) Let's point out some of the, like, creepy stuff that happens in this fight. Although he hacks her up, there's an emphasis on Shelly's hand because she has the Sumerian Sumerian Dagger. Sumerian Dagger. So he's trying to cut her hand to stop her. And she, like, bites her hand off and rips it to, like... You were asking why. I think it's just because it's dangling. She it's just, useless. like, finished it off. yeah but
0: just how much the, it seems like the demons possess a body, ruin the body, because the skin, the flesh, all of it starts to get disgusting immediately. And they don't care. It's, like, uh, an unnecessary part of this.
1: It's a shell. But the other thing I wanted to point out, these demons bleed, like, this weird white pussy stuff. They do. That just splats and sh- like like shoots milk. out. It's gross. They do it out of their mouth, uh, yeah. at of litter point. The other thing in this scene is that when he's cutting her up there's blood splatting all over the camera to emphasize that this is a very gruesome and brutal scene because there's just blood on the on camera the, on the camera yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of that there's blood there everywhere. is it's
0: pretty cool i think because there's a later scene where ash also gets bathed in blood and same effect where the camera is all red
1: we also get the projector that has blood oozing on it the, yeah the I, light bulbs and
0: all that start to bleed i wonder like that scene's very interesting to me and I wonder what it symbolizes, because that is pretty much the point that Ash becomes unhinged and is bent on survival. So is it like symbolizing a cut in the film, and now it's a different character?
1: You know, like like in the Descent, where yeah, uh, what's her name jumps into that pool of blood
0: and is like reborn in the the thing of blood and
1: survival time. After this, they cut up Shelly, they bury her outside. Check. Scott Linda
0: loses it, and he's like, the bridge. I don't care. There's got to be another way, and he leaves. He, like, yeets out. He's like, you can stay here if you in want. In the middle of the night. Yeah, but I'm, like, getting out of here.
1: After the show, I already said that the forest is attacked. Though. Full
0: of trees. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. But we find out that Linda's been possessed. And her possession, it's very dull, ventriloquist demon.
1: She has got the very
0: ha, 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 ha. like, won't super stop laughing. The whole time. She kind of sounds like a baby in A House of a Thousand Corpses. She won't stop laughing. She kind of she... looks better in the ventriloquist makeup than I the other so, makeup. Too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, When but she, she was... went
1: back to normal, I was like, ooh.
0: Ooh, put okay. the other makeup back on. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ash dramatically slaps the shit out of her. He's that? like,
0: "Stop laughing!" And I'm like, "You've seen that? That does nothing to these demons."
1: Those slaps though are are insane. He like takes the full body, full slaps. body, just backhanding her, handing her. That's what I was saying. That the themes in this movie are funny because it's it's like they were taking themes from old tropes, like the cast, you know, the you old need novella to snap snaps. Out of it. The, the old novella slaps yeah. that are super dramatic and the music is like a violin playing.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much what happens here.
1: Don't let them take me. She kind of comes back to the normal. Yeah,
0: it's like a manipulation thing where like Linda and Cheryl both act like they're no longer possessed. And he's like way too quick to fall for it.
1: Was Scott back yet at this point?
0: Not yet. He, He, like, ends up running in, like, 20 minutes later, completely wrecked by the forest. Looking like
1: like a demon already, but he's not.
0: Yeah. We get this, like, kind of sad scene where Ash is, like, making him drink water. He's, like, dead (laughs) and the water is, like, coming out. And he's, like, we're all going to go back home. Oh, except for (laughs) Shelly. He's, like, still delusional at this point and thinks that they can wait it out till morning. He still continues to fight with Linda. He knocks her out and throws her outside. And then she comes back in trying to stab him. She's going to stab him with the Sumerian dagger.
1: Oh, and impales her.
0: And she, like, holds it like a fucking idiot, like, (laughs) on the blade. And then he, like, takes it from her and has it at her back. And then she, like, falls onto it.
1: I think they use Scott's passed out body to trip her.
0: Yeah, and she... falls back on it and she's like dead and he takes her to the basement
1: the chainsaw in hand and has a whole heartfelt moment again with some casanova romantic music and
0: he decides he's just gonna bury her instead she plays dead the entire time he digs a hole and buries her i just would be so eyes. mad i'd be so mad if someone made me dig a grave and it turns out they're not even dead I how know. rude of you
1: the dirt is heavy have you ever dug a hole no 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 not that big
0: no i've never had to dig a grave Oh. yet oh silent.
1: <laughs> i've had to dig not a grave but dig a hole that big before
0: for construction purposes. yes <laughs> so let's be clear here so <laughs> people don't think you're burying stuff in the yard
1: burying dead things
0: yes hopefully
1: <laughs> right after he does that she, she like, pops sticks out. her hand out from the dirt and grabs his ankle and slashes his entire like calf yeah and i told you that every time he gets slashed he just kind of sticks around to feel the full brunt of the pain (laughs) because he doesn't run oh yeah yeah. remember he she's not like actually grabbing his ankle it's a head-on
0: situation he like fights things head-on the way she jumps on him in the ending scene is hilarious because she's like (laughs) <laughs> like obviously you can't see that this is an audio medium
1: there's a lot of emphasis on how he's just beating ass and how they're beating his ass because he, exactly
0: but no one he's actually got that dies. giant
1: log on an oar and it just keeps hitting her with it she's just laughing nothing happens and
0: she can carry the whole log and him and you know once <laughs> she does jump on him he grabs the shovel with the shovel like it's like a baseball and decapitates her sure logically that would work
1: and her head's just laughing over in the distance
0: yeah and her neck is splurting blood onto him this dude is always covered in blood throughout this film she's pretty much dead because she's been dismembered so now we're like in the basement again for some reason
1: i think he whispers i need shotgun shells for the gun oh
0: yes yes and he has to go back downstairs but it
1: doesn't ever actually show him getting the shells he just goes in the basement there's the emphasis on the pie blood the glass the room uh, filling up
0: with blood and then he goes back upstairs (laughs) the next 10 minutes of this film i think the directors were like how artsy and strange can we make this film in the next 10 minutes knowing now that he was also under the influence kind of adds to it
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) emphasizing sounds visuals the the doors and windows are shuddering and shattering and there's the clock ticking very loudly
0: he's getting filmed through weird angles it's like upside down you see him through a ceiling fan it's very like experimental they did a tiktok transition (laughs) yeah
1: the camera's upside down behind him and goes yeah and it comes back
0: and that's literally a trend i saw a couple weeks ago
1: (laughs) and then he sees himself in the mirror and he's like my reflection and then he sticks his hand out through it and it's a puddle of water and And he he screams screams (laughs) there's
0: nothing more terrifying than being clean at this point to him
1: he sees something outside and he shoots the window
0: turns out to be cheryl who Hmm. he shoots through the cheek because at this point she's the only one pretty much left you think because right after this scott wakes up (laughs) Michael Myers style, raising up, yeah, you know, just a little recovery. So now it's kind of the final showdown between the three of them. You thought you only had to worry about Shelley, but no, Scott's back too. There's a scene where Ash jabs out Scott's eyes just like in there and it's oozing. It's a very like classic horror movie scene. I feel like it's used in a lot of films because it's not just blood it's black goo white goo looks like
1: grits and oatmeal
0: grits and oatmeal they're
1: splattering all this blood all over him they're splattering all all this white foamy stuff too he like
0: can't catch a break
1: (laughs) (laughs) so this part i wanted to talk about because this is the whole decomposition thing he's able to catch the necronomicon with his necklace which would not happen i pointed out to you that because the book was near the fire Cheryl starts to kind of smoke up and
0: Scott does too I did notice because after. the
1: book is kind of smoking because it's near the fire and I think this is what gives Ash the idea oh to if I burn the book the fire. they'll die so he throws it into the fire after grabbing the necklace and while I think it was Scott that's holding him by the ankle and Cheryl's beating him with a stick he
0: would not make it like Scott's <laughs> literally eating his leg zombie style
1: and Cheryl's beating his ass literally with, with a, a fire
0: poker or something
1: <laughs> I think it's when she's about to stab him that he finally throws it in the fire Glad their body Freeze. there's kinda like crack. not very much noise in this scene either because yeah. although everything was like super loud up until this point it's kind of like they silently start to decompose their base starts to deteriorate claymation comes yeah. into play their bodies like exploding like they got gunshots did, did you see that it's like it their legs like- crack and explode
0: claws did you see the claws coming In, out of the body
1: yes that was one thing too it's like the demon was escaping the it body. is the most
0: insane way to like die it's the most <laughs> dramatic drawn out way that you could die as a demon
1: well, i don't know if you noticed that because cheryl's body is the one that's standing you can kind of see the mirror effect because otherwise how are they going to have the two arms go full extension from both sides of the body so mm-hmm. you can kind of see the mirror but what i was saying is that their body starts to kind of explode like it's getting shot with a gun but i think it's just it's trapped and can't get out and needs to because the Necronomicon's getting burned
0: destroyed yeah
1: so it's just the whole thing you can see all, these, very all the practical scene. effects of yeah. them just oozing and dying just and melting.
0: spraying blood on bruce campbell so
1: every time something explodes it just it's like comes ah, on his face ah,
0: every time
1: you told me that you're like what else is he supposed to do But every time that this would happen i was like well, get why up why is he just standing there <laughs>
0: <laughs> move close your mouth You're something like, well what else are
1: you supposed to do It was like not explode it on you don't know what these things are spitting up at you it's I think like... that's the
0: least of your concerns right now
1: I was also thinking about like if this was for real how would all this smell
0: oh it's gotta smell disgusting it's you know decomposing bodies it's claymation claymation smells instant decomposition
1: now. would smell so bad
0: well thanks for that thought
1: have you ever smelled a dead body before
0: no and I don't
1: want to I have unfortunately I'm serious yeah when I was in college uh, there was a year that oh you
0: have told me this story it's this? messed yeah. up
1: it's pretty sad so I was in school And I remember for a couple of weeks, the dorm... Building that I was in, because it was like several annexes of the building that people had dorms in. That annex, that whole area of the building, smelled so bad and for weeks, like no one could ever figure out what it was. And ended up being revealed that a student had actually died in one of the rooms, and no one knew because he didn't have a roommate. Yeah. So his body was just there for weeks decomposing.
0: Unfortunately, I think that's something that happens more often than it should in colleges because the students didn't have maybe a close group of friends or their families are not there because they're away from their families for the first time, and it takes. Takes a while for them to be found, and I think that is so depressing. Would you imagine taking
1: weeks for people to look for you? Because like his family hadn't heard from him, you know. And oh,
0: it's like that case of the woman who was found in her flat, and they did not find her till three years later. Oh, jeez. How did they not smell something? Oh
1: no. And this came off of the smell thing, so I was saying like even just a couple weeks smell horrible. Not instant decomposition. I'm sure would smell like shit. And he's just letting it all flow on to him. That's what on I was saying. I like, would be so grossed out.
0: <laughs> I'm sure he's too scared to be grossed out right now. So he thinks this is pretty much over because at the same time the sun is rising
1: did you notice how as the demons are about dying they're also like join us
0: yeah they're still chanting join us it's kind of like your first hint that it's not over because ash does eventually walk out into the sunlight he's like the vibe is better great and then we get like a scene where we're zoomed in on a leaf And then it starts running through the forest again. You know it's the demons. And then it's rapidly going through the house, out the front door to where Ash is. We end on Ash screaming as the demons approach him.
1: him. So, fun fact on this one, I don't know how true this is. Allegedly, a joke was played that in that scene, Bruce Campbell's jaw was broken because they, like, crashed into him. Mm. For real, for real. But apparently they filmed that scene on a motorcycle and Sam Raimi or I don't know who had the camera and rode the motorcycle through the forest, through the house and then at Bruce Campbell and like crashed into him to like get that scene.
0: I wonder if that is true because that seems so dangerous, (laughs) but also would explain how they got that cool shot at the end.
1: Yeah, I I didn't even think about that. Once I read that, I was like, wow, yeah, I guess he would just ride a motorcycle through and try to get it to look real. Otherwise, how else do you do it practically? If everything was practical and nothing was like... Yeah, this was
0: also the 80s. I don't think there's like... The technology there is now where you can hold a steady camera and run. Yeah, that's the end of the movie. Yeah,
1: it's a good time. I like it. It's actiony, y The story is cool.
0: A little comical yeah. at times.
1: It's like one of those movies that shouldn't have been good because it's very obviously not supposed to be, but it just really is. is yeah despite <laughs> that.
0: I know what you mean. It's like when a movie is bad and it doesn't know it's bad and it takes itself very seriously. That's what makes a bad movie. Yeah. But when you know you're making like this type of movie and you're not trying hard, trying to change the world i think this film did kind of change the industry a little bit because it's probably one of the more gorier films to come out of the 80s
1: and how many things has it influenced
0: oh my god so much pop culture stuff
1: and two is where he has like a chainsaw hand
0: he does yeah <laughs> at the end of two
1: i've seen a lot of movies that do that where you cut off a body part there's a chainsaw a, like, a... leg in one movie yeah. i've seen a yeah. machine gun leg i saw in yeah. one other movie it's
0: a fun movie even though that's weird to say because there's some like messed up stuff that happens here mm-hmm. i would give it an eight point five out of ten
1: yeah i covered
0: nine yeah it's super fun
1: it's super fun i can imagine this being a game like a video game
0: i wonder if people think it's so strange to hear us like talk about these movies that are like depicting horrible things and we're like it's super fun
1: it's so great i loved every little part of it the blood the The gore that oatmeal blood
0: (laughs) do you want to talk about what scared loki this week
1: (laughs) a couple of things the swinging chair at the beginning
0: banging into the house that
1: scared him the melting bodies
0: he was like watching it like what are you guys looking at
1: he was playing with his toy and just stopped and laid down and watched the tv to watch them fall apart
0: and he's like this is why i have anxiety (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) that was the look on his face you want to tell us about it bud okay i'm sorry we make you watch these horror movies
1: he's probably looking at the oatmeal and wanted to eat it
0: oh probably
1: (laughs) that makes more sense
0: looks delicious so is that pretty much it yeah that was evil dead as always, we hope you guys had a good time here. You can follow us pretty much anywhere at not Scared Pod. Our email is ShakenNotScaredPod at gmail.com. Twitter is scared Pod.
1: You can support the show on Patreon. We'll name our next drink after you with mentions on our website where the drink page will live forever. You can listen to us on all your favorite podcasting sites, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, a bunch of others. Give us a listen, give us a follow.
0: Like, rate, review us, subscribe, all that good stuff. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. And we'll talk to you next time. <laughs> Awkward. I was waiting for you to say
1: that. To say what?
0: Something like cake. Okay, that's it. <laughs> oh,
1: are we done yet? <laughs> are we oh done God. yet?